Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing going through the Gospel of Matthew. We're in chapter 9 where we just looked at the first eight verses, I believe, in the previous episode. I want us to go to the cross-references now that we find in the other Gospels. And we're going to do uh, Mark today. The second chapter of Mark has an account of this same event uh, with some additional details. Okay, There's some details that uh, Matthew didn't mention. Matthew mentioned some things that Mark and Luke don't mention. That's the reason we need the totality of the truth of the Word of God, right? So here's Mark. Chapter 2, verse 1 says this. When he, that's Jesus, had come back to Capernaum several days afterward, it was heard that he was at home. So remember, Jesus had gone across the sea and had an encounter with the two uh, demoniacs, the Gadarene demoniacs, Gerasene demoniacs. The people asked him to leave. He left. He comes back home. So it's been a few days later now. And people hear that he's at home. Well, what do you think is going to happen with that? Verse 2, we don't have to think, it tells us. And many were gathered together so that there was no longer room, not even near the door. And he was speaking the word to them. So it says that he is at home. It was heard that he was at home. And many were gathered together. And there was no longer room, not even near the door. And he was speaking the word to him. Now, uh, we know that he's back in his hometown, what he's made his hometown now in his adult life at this time. We don't know whose home he's in. We do know that Jesus didn't have a house. He didn't have a place that he called home as far as a physical structure. But he's somewhere, okay? And he's sitting there, and he's speaking the word to them. And people couldn't get in. They couldn't get near the door. It's so packed uh, within the room, so packed outside by the door and the windows or whatever else they had there. Verse 3, And they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. So we learned something here we didn't see in, in Matthew, that there's four men that are carrying him. So that gives you an idea what kind of bed he's laid on. Okay, We've called it a stretcher type of thing. So these four guys are carrying this paralytic. Verse 4, Being unable to get to him, to get to Jesus or to bring him to Jesus because of the crowd. They removed the roof above him, and when they had dug an opening, they let down the pallet on which the paralytic was lying. Now, just think through that. These four men brought this paralytic, and we're assuming that it's a friend of theirs, right? <laughs> this paralytic to Jesus, and they couldn't get anywhere near him. And, you know, it makes you wonder sometimes. You would think that if you come along with a guy on a stretcher like that and the people there, you say, hey, can we, can we get up there? Can we get to Jesus and get him to heal this guy? Can we get up there? The crowd wouldn't even move. The crowd wouldn't disperse. They couldn't get through. So the easy thing to have done would be to, to do what? Yeah, give up. Yeah, give up. Say, well, we'll come back another day. We'll come back another time. But let me tell you what, folks. Today is the day. Today is the day to do whatever it is that the Lord's moving upon your heart. Okay, today is the day. So they go up on the roof, okay, 
And uh, I think over in the Luke, you'll see that they removed the tiles. Okay, that's fine. But here it says they had dug an opening. They dug an opening. So they had to dig through a layer of tiles. They removed the tiles. And they then they dig through whatever that roof was. If it's made out of clay or something like that, some type of dirt material, they dug an opening. What was going on below them while they're digging this opening? Well, we know that they let the paralytic down, okay? And uh, we're going to see, I think the, uh, Luke says it, that the, they let him down in front of Jesus. I mean, it's coming right in front of him, from above. While they're digging, Jesus is teaching. While Jesus is teaching, they're digging. Do you think that Jesus was aware that somebody's digging a hole through the roof above him? Well, of course. You think the people knew this. But of course. It also gives us some insight that even when Jesus is teaching and the people are pressing in and pushing around, that it's a bit of a cacophony going on here. Man, this is a wild scene, right? Verse 5. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven. We touched upon that in the previous episode that, you know, that Jesus saw their faith, that he forgave his sins, even though he knew, particularly about it with this account, if you've dug a hole through the roof and dropped somebody down right there, you really want some physical healing right here. Verse six, but some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, they said this, why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? See, the very thing that they were struggling with, they had the answer to. They had the answer right there. They said it by their question. The only, the only entity that can forgive sins is God. So therefore, if this one is forgiving sins, is he God? Well, that gives us more insight than what we saw yesterday in Matthew, what we'll see in just a moment, that when Jesus says, hey, which is easier to do, to forgive the sins or to heal him? But that you will know that the Son of Man has the authority to forgive sins. He looks at the guy and says, rise, grab your bed, go home. That confirmed and affirmed to the religionist right here that he was the Son of God with the authority of the Most High God. See, by the questions that they were, you know, smarmily asking one another right here, they were revealing the truth. Verse 8 continues here in Mark. Immediately, Jesus, aware in his spirit that they were reasoning that way within themselves, said to them, so we see the same parallels that we saw in Matthew, that he knew what they were thinking. And here's what he said to them. Why are you reasoning about these things in your heart? <laughs> in Matthew, remember Matthew's account was, hey, why are you doing this evil in your thought? Here he say, why are you reasoning about this? Verse 9, which is easier to say? To say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up and pick up your pallet and walk? So Jesus asked him this question, which is easier to do? He continues on, verse 10. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sin, Jesus looks to the paralytic and says, I say to you, get up, pick up your pallet, and go home. And immediately he got up, picked up the pallet, and went out in the sight of everyone so that all were amazed and were glorifying God, saying, we've never seen anything like this. <laughs> 
Isn't that great? <laughs> See, they would have seen this. Okay, the people saw these four friends coming along, hauling this guy on the stretcher. They saw them working their way and getting up on the roof. However, they did that, probably walking up some outside stairs because they used their roofs. Then you know, it was like a a patio type of thing. They would have seen them digging down in there. Some would have questioned. Some might have even even resisted them doing it. But they saw it when the man is healed. He walks out in the sight of everyone. What the people were amazed. We don't have an account yet as to what the reaction of the religionists were. But this was actually directed at them. Because Jesus says it point blank, so that you may know, so that you will know that the Son of Man, and well, when he said Son of Man, <coughs> they knew what he was identifying with. That goes back to Daniel. And they knew far more than what we even understand about what Jesus was saying when he called himself Son of Man. And he says, so that you will know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sin. And then he heals this man. Man, that confirms his authority to forgive his sins. So this man walked out of there with sins forgiven and a body whole. That's what the Lord wants to do for all the world. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you in the next episode.